But he said, Blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and keep it. It is our duty as Christians to long for the pure spiritual milk, which is the word that by it you may grow up into salvation. Be a part of this and join us as the servant of God, Prophet Francis Awotri, brings to you the word of God that lights your heart. Amen. Now lift up your Bible. Say, this is my Bible. It is the manual to my life. I will read it. I will apply it. And I shall be blessed. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now tonight is going to be very powerful. The Lord has spoken. That tonight is your night. Amen. Amen. Now listen. You, you need to be in the spirit to catch what I am saying. I said tonight is your night. Therefore, position yourself strategically and take what belongs to you. Amen. Now, our kingdom focus for the month is kingdom advancement. Kingdom advancement. And tonight, I am speaking on the topic. It pays to serve the Lord. Amen. Now, Job chapter 36, verse 11. Job 36, verse 11. It pays to serve the Lord. Serving God pays the most. Serving God pays the most. Everybody takes salary. Most people take wages. Others have their daily bread. But they are being paid because of what they work for. But the most paid people are the people who serve God. The people who serve God are the most paid people. Now, if man pays you, it has no power like God paying you. Amen? Job 36 verse 11. He said, if they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity. So, for God to prosper your life, he said, obey and serve. Are you with me? Now, if you obey and you serve, he says, it will bring prosperity to you. I thought that if you have connection, if you know big men, if you have great men, that is where you can have power or prosperity. But the word of God says, if we can obey and serve him, we will spend our days. So all the days of your life, you see prosperity. Amen. Then he added to it, he said, and there are years in pleasure. You will not see tears. Amen. You will not see struggle. Amen. Why? Because you have decided to serve God and obey him. Amen. Now as you serve God and his interest, you are moving from pressure to pleasure according to this scripture. You are moving from pressure to pleasure. Serve God. Serve God and obey him. Just as nobody can be compared with God, so no reward can be compared to the reward of God. No reward can be compared to the reward of God. Because nobody can compare himself. No company, despite group of company, can never compare themselves to God. No company can compare him 
or herself to God. That is the reason why the reward of God is greater than the reward of men. The size of your employee, the size of your employer determines the size of your package. So the one who has employed you, if Bill Gates employs you, it means your salary is huge. If Enquantan stores, an ordinary person employs you, then it means you are going to receive an ordinary person's what? Salary. Which is not heavy. But when you serve God and his interest, he said the size of your package is very huge. Now, when you go to Bill Gates' company, there is one of the billionaires in the world who works in Bill Gates' company. He's a billionaire, but he's still working under Bill Gates. When he was going there, he was not a billionaire. But he has worked in that company and he has become a billionaire. Then it means anyone serving the interests of God will have a bigger package. Sometimes people go like, we have served God that we have Coming to church is not serving God though. You entering into the church is not serving God. There are so many things that must be done in the church. And that brings prosperity to you. Hallelujah. If you serve the local government or the member of parliament or the assemblyman, then it means your salary will be limited to that area. You cannot compare yourself to the one who works at the UN. The people who work for UN and the people who work for the assemblyman in Taifa, their package is not the same. True of us. Right. So we are serving the interest of God. You need to serve God and his interest so that he can pay you. The money that we give to you is not enough. Your salary cannot take care of you. That man or that woman who says he's sponsoring you, that is not sponsorship. When God decides to pay, everybody will obey. So he commands somebody, go and give this one a huge sum of money and the person will follow. Hallelujah. You can't serve God and your package will be like an ordinary man. You can't serve God like that. And you, you have the, the package of an ordinary man. No, it is not possible. When you serve God, you have a huge package. God gives you a huge package. Exodus chapter 23, verse 25. Exodus 23, verse 25. So you shall, you shall serve the Lord your God and he will bless your bread and your water. This is where you need to understand that whatever that you touch shall be blessed by God. When you are serving God and the interests of God, when you are committed to the things of God, whatever that you touch shall be a blessing. You see, Christianity did not start here. And most of the things that we are experiencing in Africa, these are so many uh, uh, challenges that our grandfathers, they consulted mediums, pouring libation, and all those kind of stuff. It's a bad spirit that they invoke things. They didn't define the true God to us. And ladies and gentlemen, anything that people touch, it becomes a problem to them. But serving God, he said, so you shall serve the Lord. He said, he will bless your bread and your water. And I will take sickness away from the midst of you. So you are taking, important potter, it is blessed. You are taking water, it is blessed. He said, whatever that you touch, is blessed. Why? Because you are serving me. You are serving me. So take ordinary pure water by the roadside. Pure water, yes, pure water. You take it, it is blessed. 
and he will take sickness out. God is taking what? Sickness out. Most people always come to God and they feel like they are too big to serve in the house of God. They are too big to become ushers. They are too big to, to sink. They are too big to be committed to the things of God. But ladies and gentlemen, the Lord says when we serve him, he will take sickness away from us. Go to verse 26. Verse 26. He said, no one shall suffer miscarriage. See the people who drop their phones here. Some of them are receiving dangerous testimonies. Remember the iPhone? It's been less than one year now. Some people are receiving dangerous testimonies. And I've kept their records down. I want some of their testimonies to be ripe. Then I will tell them, you remember you dropped the phone. Now this is the miracle. Amen. We used to pray for three women who are in need of children. And now I can see that the Lord is at work. We saw some, we saw some of the evidence in church. Okay. So listen to me. When you serve God and his interest, he says he will take miscarriage away from you. You see, miscarriage is not pregnancy alone. Sometimes you hear good news and for no reason that good news will not come to you. Somebody promised you it is not working. Something will do something for the thing to just go off. He said, or be barren. Some people are barren. Some of the TV stations, when you are watching them, you can see that this is a barren TV station. Whatever they are showing is very dry. Amen. Your life has become barren. Nothing become fruitful. Nothing to show. Amen. He says when you serve him, no one shall suffer this miscarriage, this barren in your land. He said, I will fulfill the number of what? The number of your days. So you'll be 120 years. You'll be what? One twenty. So God will be God, God will be the, the size of your package. God will be the size of your blessing. And you cannot contain God. You can't contain him. When God says I'm paying you, you can't contain him. Amen? Now listen to this. When you read from Genesis to Revelation, God did not give man medicine. Listen to this revelation. He didn't give us medicine that when you are sick, take this medicine. But he gave us what we are supposed to do. He said, serve me. And I'll take sickness out. So your medicine is what? Service. In other words, if you are serving and you don't serve well, like you come to church late and the you have to serve well. Serve well. No, sometimes some of you take things lightly, but that is the truth. The scripture is here. He said, I will take sickness out. He did not say, I will use medicine to take the sickness out. He said, when you serve me and you obey me, I will take sickness out. So now by the covenant of God, or by the covenant you have with God in service, God will turn your service as a medicine. He will turn your service as what? A medicine to deliver your life. Hello? Now you know the reason why you are sick. You now know the reason why you are sick. If you serve him, he will take it out. And you see, some people have picked certain position. They will not go for soul winning because they are in a choir. So they think Singing in the choir is service and it is done. I am following prophet, protocol. I'm an usher. So that is service. Amen. Yeah. But you see, when you are in a company and you have two or three more 
three or more things to do. Your salary is increased. And above all the work that you do at the office, one, one makes you more powerful and more dangerous at the office. Are you getting it? So you, be, you being part of the company is not enough. But adding other things to it makes, you, makes your package great. Makes your package huge. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. May you establish a covenant of service with the Lord. So that he will take barrenness. He will take miscarriage. He will let your days be in pleasure. In Jesus mighty mighty name. Shout a big amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. <clears throat> so what do we mean by serving God? Pays. What do we mean by serving God? Pays. Number one. Serving God will secure your future generation. Serving God will secure your future what? Generation. What you are doing in the church, remember that it will affect your children. So you keep on doing things anyhow. It will affect your children. Don't serve God well. See, some people are serving God anyhow. But one day you will see that your children are misbehaving. And you'll be praying. You'll be praying. You don't see the Because you didn't serve God. The seed you have sown. That is what you are reaping. Amen. So serving God will secure the future of your generation. You shall serve and he shall bless. Let us say it together. I will serve and he will bless. One go. One more time. One more time. And those of you watching, you can type, I will serve and he will bless. So immediately you serve God. God blesses your generation. Your generation is secured and perfected. But he blesses beyond you. When God says his blessing, he blesses beyond you. He gives you more. When you serve God, he gives you more. When God is blessing you, he blesses you bigger than you and your time. So in other words, the moment you serve God well, it blesses you and it affects your children's children. There are some children who have not seen poverty before. They have not tasted poverty because of the service of their mother and their father. See, some of you, your mothers and your fathers used to pray, but they were not serving. Prayer has its place when it comes to the kingdom of God. And serving God has its place. So when your mother go for empire, Bible, it has its place. But serving God, God will secure the generation yet unborn. You see, you are not yet married, but the babies in your womb will be secured by you going for show winning, sweeping in the church, singing for God. Your service will secure the children in your womb. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you with me, church? So anytime God blesses, there is an overflow of it. And that overflow will come upon you and affect your children. Any blessing that, that cannot affect your next generation, it's not a blessing. That is the reason why we have to be careful in the way we serve. Don't serve anyhow. Be careful. Jealously guide the way you serve God and his interest. What is the interest of God? I will show you. You want blessing, but you are not ready to serve. Hear me? The moment you begin to serve God well, there is a security for you. It secures your future 
So your tomorrow is secured because you are serving. Your next one hour is secured because you are serving. Look at somebody and say, serve God. <coughs> Tell the other person, serve God. Understand that you are not serving God for yourself, but rather for your children and your great-grandchildren. You are not serving God for yourself, but you are serving God for your children and your children's children. Immediately you understand that. Everybody here wants to have twins. Beautiful boys, beautiful girls. Your, your child is coming, your children are coming, and they say, this one is a lawyer, this one is a police commander, this one is a, a medical doctor. Everybody wants to see that. True or false? It is in service. It is in where? Service. I've proved to you by scriptures. Amen? It is in where? Service. Just as people invest and build houses for their children and they become wealthy by not working or doing anything. The same thing, God has given us assurance that as we are also serving, we are investing. We are investing for our children. So, some people keep on laughing at us. They tell us every day you are going to church, you like going for programs and the rest. 10 years to come, 20 years to come, they will, they will see you and they will envy you. You are investing into the future of your children. You need to get it straight from me. It's an investment that you are doing. And be careful the way you are doing it. Amen? <coughs> so when you serve God, you invest into your life and your children. Hallelujah. Abraham served God to the extent that Isaac was blessed automatically. He said, Abraham, my servant. By the service of Abraham, Isaac was blessed. The guy was blessed to the extent that the people around him said, you are too blessed to be around us. Please go. We don't want you. Hey, what a blessing. They took him to a dry land. Still, the guy was blessed. If the blessings of God is upon you, it doesn't matter your geographical location. No matter what they do to you, the blessings of God shall be established in your life. Sound yes. Abba, put your hands together for Jesus. So, look at this. Abraham served God and God transferred it to Isaac. And Isaac also served. And the blessing was sent to Jacob. Jacob also served God. And the blessing was sent to Joseph. So you see, the generational blessing was there. You, your grandmother, left Ukukunkaka for your mother. And from what things are going, looking at the things that your mother is carrying right now, when you open her wardrobe, it's your inheritance. Amen? Yeah. Your mother has just acquired some kente and some beads, and she's telling you 1774. That beads, 1774, you are wearing it to wear. Those kente, you can't use it for anything. Some people, their fathers are leaving them factories. Mansions. Hmm? Your mother's package that she has right now is a cantamanto bag. The fear of Swami. She has packed her teeth inside in New York, bronze. That I'll give it to you. Nothing to show. That is the reason why you need to serve God well. So that you will live. See? A good Christian. A wise one. A righteous man. He said, leaves an inheritance for his children's what? Children. By virtue of what? Service. That is the reason why you need to be very careful. Serve or serve. 
And to this young ones, I'm telling you, before you, you, you get to Pastor Teoflos age, you're already gone. You are long gone. Amen. Because of what Abraham did. Look at Israel. They are very small, but the whole world, everybody is afraid of them. Everybody is afraid of uh, Israel. Their land is rocky. Stones. They plant tomatoes. And it's germinating. Here, Abu won't plant anything to not germinate. Why? Because some people have saved. Some people have saved. Things are not moving in your hands because you are not saving. Your body is not saving. Your money is not saving. Nothing. And those of you serving, you are not serving well. How can you have that generational blessing? Psalm 112, verse 1 to 2. Praise the Lord. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who delights greatly in his commandment. You, you, are, you are excited to serve in his house. You are delighted. Me, I've seen bank managers who call me to borrow money all the time. Bank manager. Yes. I'm standing on the holy grounds. I will not lie to you. A bank manager who borrows money. He has taken the car loan and everything loan. He's still owing. You know the reason why? His money is not serving. His life is not serving. And you live in debtedness. He said, his descendants will be mighty on earth. You see? When you serve, your descendants, can you imagine in your old age, your children will pull some Range Rover and they will come to your house. This one comes with a private jet. He said, pick mama and bring mama to New York to come and enjoy my birthday. Mommy is celebrating her 80th birthday. Daddy is celebrating his 80th birthday. Let my flight pick him. And your child will let convoy. You'll be excited. Look at when you get to the roadside. Old age. A whole old age woman. Eh? Do you know what she's doing? Serving pure water. An old lady at the age of 40, 50 years, 60 years. She's serving, selling pure water by the roadside. It's a case. It is a case. May you never fall into that trap. Serve God well. Serve God well. He said, the generation of the upright will be blessed. The generation of what? The upright will be what? Blessed. Hey! Our generation don't like serving God. People think we are wasting our time when we are serving God. Give me Psalm 22 verse 30. Psalm 22 verse 30. He said, a posterity shall serve him. It will be recounted of the Lord to the next word, generation. So whatever thing that you are doing, the way you are serving like that, it is going to your next generation. It's affecting your children. You come to church late, affect your children. Serve God well, it affects your children. Please, the scripture is here. You know the scriptures cannot be broken. So the scripture is here. Don't come to rehearsals. It affects your children. A leader who does not know what he's doing, it affects what? Your children. All the things that you are doing is affecting your children. But those who are doing it right, he says, it will be recounted. Re means the thing has been done already and it is going to be recounted. Hey! 
So immediately you give birth to your child. Then they start recounting. Yes. Give tight. Come to church. Rehearsals. So winning. So winning. So winning. Said this child. Give the child good knowledge. They be our vanity first in school. Every day your child is the best student. Those who are not serving. And Kwadana money. Number two. Serving God pays. Number two. Serving God guarantee a good old age. When you serve God, you have longevity of life. What we are doing in the church, as you are serving God, it gives you longevity of life. Exodus chapter 23 verse 26. God will fulfill the numbers of your days. Your days of accident, your days of heart failure, stroke and all those things are over. Why? Because you are serving God and his interest. Amen. Yeah. No more accident. I said no more accident. No more death. Yeah. He said no one shall suffer miscarriage or be barren in your land. You will fulfill the number of what? Your days. So when you serve God, you have longevity of life. God needs you. Because he needs you. So he will not let you die. But why won't serve you? He doesn't need you. If you are not serving, he doesn't need you. When accident is coming, he says, oh, carry him, carry him, go, make you die. Amen? Yeah. So be careful the way you are serving God because your years is attached to your service. Your age is attached to your service. Genesis chapter 6 verse 3. Genesis 6 3. What are the number of your days? What are the number of your days? Look at this. He said, and the Lord said, my spirit shall not strive with man forever, for he is indeed flesh. Yet his days shall be 120 years. You see your age? So whilst you are serving God, you'll be how many years? 120 years. The Bible said, at the age of 80 years, uh, at the age of 120 years, Moses, his eyes was not dim. His eyes was clear. We see old people whose teeth are intact. They are still eating meat and chicken. You, you have not gotten anywhere. Now your teeth have started shaking. Service. Serve God and his interest. It will give you longevity of life. Hallelujah. So the Bible said, Abraham was able to fulfill it. Genesis chapter 25 verse 8. Said then Abraham breathed his last breath and died in a good old age. Man, a good old age. You don't just die anyhow. Obituary. What a shock. 50 years. Oh, Wakobi. 60, Wakobi. 70, Wakobi. No. Our age is 120. When you serve, look at this. An old man and full of years and was guarded to his what? People. Some people die and they don't, they don't even see their bodies. Today we're here and somebody can say, they have taken our church member to one of the church members who serve said they have taken the name to different different shrine. Wherever they go, they try, it doesn't work. And they said, 
go and just fight him, create confusion. Immediately, Ukonon in the Kuntoka, Bosumuso Betumukunu, because someone tries on Bukun and Yede, and Yay, but only to touch the only to touch the air, or Bahamas or Betucha, or Tucha Diana, Yabukunu. So, by service, they couldn't kill the person. By service, this confession, the pastors were here today. Amen. So, serving God will give you longevity of what? Life. Who wants to die early? You want to die at 50? Let me see your hand. 60, let me see your hand. 70, let me see your hand. 80, let me see your hand. 100, let me see your hand. 120, let me see your hand. Oh, the one, everybody wants to be 120. Then you, you need to start serving well. Start serving well. Tomorrow is so winning. So once you are in your house and so winning time has come and you are there, remember you will die early. No, it's here. So you have to serve. Please, please. Don't let us joke with this thing. This is a serious thing. So when you serve God, you have longevity of what? Life. Now, the first one, you secure the future of your children and your children's children. Now, the second one, it says you give you long life. The third one, serving God creates your right in giant hood. You become a great person. Giant hood. Serving God will make you a giant from a non-entity to a some-entity. Serving God will make you a giant from nobody to somebody. Serving God will pick you from the backside to the front side. You, you are not an ordinary person. And the giant in you will come out. Serving God makes you a giant. Amen? Yeah. During worship, you are, you are pressing your phone. You are playing with your phone. You don't know what you are doing. You want to die early. Praises. And you are, you are playing with your phone. You just want to die. Take God serious. People are busy looking for blessings outside. All the blessings are in this room. After work, come and serve in the house of God. Do something for God. Now, as I'm preaching, keep asking yourself, what else can I do to add up? At least Sunday you say, I am going to bring one person to church. There is a giant in you in this lockdown that there is economic constraint, financial constraint, challenges. Somebody has emerged to become a billionaire. Tesla. And you are saying that coronavirus is in and that uh, my, my work is not going on, my business is... People are making money in this coronavirus thing. Go to the airport. People are traveling up and down. What do you think? Huh? Coronavirus into my elevator. I will not go to church. People are making it. You better serve God well. You better serve God well. Amen. So when you serve God, ordinary people who serve God and in his kingdom rise to become giants in the kingdom of God. It will take you from zero to hero. Proverbs chapter 11 verse 30. You become a wise person when you serve God. Said so the fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he who wins souls is what wise. So serving God changes you from foolishness to be wise. When we talk about somebody who is wise, we are not talking about somebody who is smart. There is a difference between a smart person and a wise person. Smart people will always go and fall into trouble, but the wise will get to their destination. And for you to be wise, the Bible says you have to win souls. So whilst you are winning souls, he gives you fresh ideas. Fresh ideas. You are not a soul winner. You don't even remember the last time you preached to somebody. 
You don't like preaching. Talk to somebody about Jesus. Tomorrow, 4 o'clock, everywhere in Taifa must be preached. We need to talk about Jesus. Witness about Jesus for you to be wise. You will see the foolish ones tomorrow. Now, I'm not here to insult anybody. But tomorrow, latest by 6, you know that you are fool. Amen? So, service will make you wise. Service will make you what? Wise. There are some people when they started coming to this place, they, they couldn't even dress well. Now you can see that their dressing is changing. Their talking is changing. Some of the girls, when you came here, we saw you. I have your pictures there. The way you do your makeup and the rest. Dangerous, terrible, horrible, catastrophic. When we see your face, oh, you run away. But now, you started serving God. You joined the choir. You joined the ocean department. You joined the district. Now your catwalk and everything has come. God is changing you gradually. Preparing you for your husband and your wife. Some of you used to walk anyhow. When you are coming, as if they are pushing you. All this thing comes by what? Service. Daniel chapter 2. Daniel chapter 12 verse 3. Said those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the firmament. And those who turn many to righteousness like the stars forever. So you become a giant forever. You become a giant forever. Alexander the Great, at your age, he was a world champion. At your age. And you are saying that, I'm waiting to the time I grow. I'm waiting to the time I grow. No. He said you become a giant forever. You become a star forever. Nobody remembers Ebony. You hear the song, you say, hey, this girl, hey. All too soon, three years has come. Oh, hmm, the Lord is good. Amen. Nobody remembers you. But till today we celebrate Jesus. That is the reason why we need to follow the footsteps of Jesus. When Jesus was on this earth, he was about doing his father's work by winning souls, winning souls, winning souls. I want to hear you shout winning souls. Again. 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 The Bible said in the multitude of the people is the king's honor. God is not happy when he, he sees empty chairs. God is not happy when he sees empty chairs. You have friends. You have loved ones. Preach the gospel to them. Sometimes you have to use your money to convey them to church. That is service. You are securing your future. You are securing your destiny. Nobody will pay you physically. But your reward will come to you. It is not you going to heaven alone. But your reward will come to you on this earth. Shout a big amen. amen. You serve God and his interest. Amen. Hallelujah. Number four. Serving God secures divine presence. Matthew chapter 16 verse 15. Immediately you serve God and his interest. God walks with you. His presence goes with you. Every day God is with you. The lady who cooks for Ronaldo. Uh, the cook for Ronaldo. Does he cook the food in the house and take it to Ronaldo's house? No. She cooks right in the presence of Ronaldo. So every day the president is there. The president will enter the kitchen. He said, uh, the fried plantain, uh, can I take one? The president takes one. He said, uh, president, please. Uh, my husband, where he's working, his salary is. So, oh, don't worry, don't worry. Bring him to the flag. Who is your, your husband? He's a plumber. Okay, bring him. Let him become flagstaff house plumber. So he'll be there at the compound. Nothing. No pipe is, by every month they are paying him. So immediately you are serving God. God himself comes to you. He's with you. His presence is with you. 
That is the reason why some of you, you walk and sometimes you walk in fear. You walk and you don't meet good people. You walk and nobody helps you. Why? Because you are, you are short or you are short of the presence of what? God. Hallelujah. He said to them, but who do you say that I am? Go to the next verse. Or flip to the verse number 20. He said, then he commanded his disciples that they should tell no one that he was Jesus, the Christ. Whilst the disciples were with him, winning souls, Jesus was with them. Imagine if they had said that they would not win souls. They wouldn't have seen Jesus. But he revealed himself to them. And he said, I am Jesus. I am the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Can you imagine God being with you at all times? Is serious? If God is with you, oh, you are always happy. You are always okay. And when God is with you, who can bring sickness? Who can attack you? Who can destroy you? Who can take your money away from you? Serve God and his presence will be with you. If you go for God, God will go with you. If you go for God, go and win souls for God. God will be with you. Go and sing for God. God will be with you. Go and usher for God. God will be with you. Go and give for God. God will be with you. And guess what? When God goes with you, who can be against you? When God goes with you, who will be against you? Right here, this, this small area, Ashanti region. You will see a slim guy passing. Driving anyhow, you ask him, say, Otikokoso Nana. I'm the grand, grandson of Otikoko. But meanwhile, Otikokoso does not know him. But they are using his name to drive anyhow. Then when you are working with God, who can be against you? You become unstoppable. You become untouchable. Why? Because God is with you. Are you ready to go for God? Every day we preach to you. You, you, you behave as if you have heard it, but you, you are there. To some of you, your blessings are limited. Go to churches. Young girls are testifying about cars. We have seen it. We have gone to see their testimonies. And we are telling you, do the same thing. But you, you like dressing, you polish, you come and sit here. You wear your nose mask. For what? So go and win souls. Hmm? Oh God, you come, you do like this. Win souls for Jesus. When you do like this, it doesn't mean you honor God or you respect him. Win souls. Eh? Peter. Win souls for Jesus. Be a show winner. Some people come and sit in the box. They put one leg up and they are typing. They are using their phone and they say they are serving God. You are joking. Some of you, you are young. By the day you marry and something will happen to your child in the middle of the night. And that day you are calling God and God is not answering. That day you miss me. Serve God well. You are sowing a seed though. Your behavior, your character, and your attitude is in form of what? Seed sowing. You are sowing a seed. And it will come back to you one day. Amen. Yeah. Acts chapter 13, verse 4. The Bible said, Elimas, who was opposing the things of the church. The Bible said, and God slapped him. God gave him a well strong slap. Amen. Flip to the verse number 8. He said, but Elimas, the sorcerer, for so his name was translated, which stood them seeking to turn the proconsul hey, away from the, from the faith. Go to verse 9. Then Saul, who also is called Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked intently at him. Go to the next verse. And said, Oh, full of deceit and all fraud. 
you son of the, of the devil, you enemy of all righteousness, you will not cease perverting the straight ways of what? The Lord. Go ahead. And now, indeed, the hand of the Lord is upon you and you shall be blind, not seeing the sun for a time. Are you getting it? The presence of the Lord was with Paul. But whilst the guy was opposing them, opposing them, he said you'll be blind. In other words, when you serve God, whoever that follows you to destroy you, God will blindfold them. People have tried and they have challenged you. You see, God does not want to reveal it to you. But listen to this. Whilst you are serving him, he is with you. And he will destroy every demonic activity of the enemy that is against your life. Why? Because you serve in his house. There are some people who have been putting certain things in their car. When the police stop there and say, order from above. You can't challenge them. Even this earth, they have order from above. And they are not above. The Bible says, he that is above, is above all. When you serve God, his presence will be with you forever. And you will blindfold your enemies. Shout a big amen. amen. Anyone who crosses you as you are serving in the house of God, they will die by fire in Jesus' name. Amen. Divine favor will fall on you when you go for God. Get this thing from me. What did I say? Divine favor falls on you when you go for what? You go for God. Don't forget, Sunday is our covenant day of what? Favor. So when the presence of the Lord is with you, favor falls on you. Genesis chapter 39 verse 3. And his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord made all he did to prosper in his hand. This is Joseph who the Bible said the master saw that the Lord was with him. Service. The Lord's presence will be with you whilst you are serving. Now everything that Joseph was doing, the Bible said he prospered. Whilst you are serving, his presence is with you. Your boss gives you a small assignment. Pam, it works. Madame gives you work. Pam, it works. Whilst you are doing your work, creativity comes into your head and you begin to do things that you have not been taught. Why? Because the presence of the Lord is with you. Hello? Go to the next verse. So Joseph found favor in his sight. When the presence of the Lord was with him, he found that favor in his sight. People are lacking favor, not because of anything. Because they are not serving God and the presence of the Lord is absent in their life. So favor comes as a result of what? Service. Service. We have marital favor. We have marital favor. We have financial favor. We have other forms of what? Favor. Amen. We have other forms of what? Favor. So, when you understand this, whilst you are serving, the presence of God will fall on you and favor will fall on you. Today, after church, ask yourself, what am I serving in this church? What at all am I serving? And those of you serving, please be sincere with yourself. We are here for blessings. We are here for God. We are here for the things of God. If you are not yielding fruit, ask yourself a question. You see, don't be a non-entity. Don't just be coming to church every day without results. Ask yourself, why am I not yielding fruits? When we come to church and we do the census and 
we see this. I asked the pastor, so what is wrong with us? What at all is wrong? Let us work things. For example, if the usher is doing arrangement, he doesn't see. You need to ask yourself, what is wrong with me? Amen? Yeah. Stand and say, am I okay? Hallelujah. So, the favor of God will locate you whilst you are serving. Amen. He said, then he made him overseer of his house. People don't have certificate by yet. They, be, they emerge to become great in life. People are not having certificate, but God lifts them up to become great by virtue of service. By virtue of service. Sir, you don't need to be called in the church that come and do usher, come and do this. You, you can take broom and sweep the church. Willingly, you can come. I want to join the choir. I want to do this. Tomorrow, I'm going to win shows. Pastor, I've decided that I want to be the best soul winner in the church. I want to be the best soul winner in the church. And the presence of God will come and you walk in favor. Flip to verse 8. Everybody will know that God is with you when you serve God well. Everybody will know. Even when the master's wife decided to sleep, but he refused and said to his master's wife, look, my master does not know that is, that is with me in the house. And he is committed. He has committed all that he has to my hand. Look at how faithful the guy was. When we talk about Potiphar's wife, we are we are not talking about these local local things we are seeing in Ghana here. Even Miss World, Miss World. No, no, no. Potiphar's wife, they take time to, 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 to work on her skin. The guy said, no, 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 madam, please. I'm not here for that. Give me verse 9. So I'm not here for that. The Lord is with me. I cannot diminish my favor. He said, there is no one greater in this house than I. Nor has kept back anything from me but you. Because you are his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? He knew that God was with him, so he didn't want to sin against God. The presence of God guarantees your favor. Secures your favor. Your business will flourish when you serve God well. You have seen so many prophets. You have seen so many pastors. But yet, things are not working for you. You need to serve Kingdom advancement prayers. You have the booklet. Father, you're about to sleep. You take five prayer points. Father, re remember your church. Secure uh, 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 souls. Do this. Do that. You, five prayer points before you sleep. You don't do it. Nice girls. Uber girls. And they are proud. You think you have Uber. Money for Uber. You are. My bro Uber so I'm at bro Uber so. By now, because we know be in your private cars. Serve God well. You're so winning. Challenge God. Now Zoe has become popular on the Google map because of these girls. May it get to a time that they will say that now Zoe girls don't order for Uber again. Why? Because this one is parking the Benz. This one is parking the Range Rover. This one is parking this. Amen. Yeah. And instead of them to clap, they are not clapping. Because She has her favorite taxi driver who will give her a bit. When he gets her, he opens the volume. So that one is bogarism. That's not bogarism. You need to own your car. You come with your Range Rover, you come and park it. You are coming back, then the Range Rover is talking. Amen. Yeah. So for us to assess the favor of God, God will need us to serve him. 
Hebrews chapter 12 verse 28. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. Amen? So immediately you, you, you accept it that yes, I'm a soul winner. He says what? You then give reverence to God. You are not giving reverence to the, the man of God. You are giving reverence to God and the fear of God. When you accept it, you challenge yourself. I am going to win souls. I will sweep the church. I'm an usher. I have to come on time. After he said that about service, he said, for our God is a consuming word. Amen? Now, let me ask you a simple question. When you write your exams, is it automatic that you are going to pass your exams? Why? Writing an exam does not give you a pass mark. Rather, you have to do the writing. So, you being in a group, in the choir, media, counting money, aqua ladies, you being in any of the group does not guarantee that you have a pass mark, but rather do the right thing and do it well. So winning. Hello, please. We are inviting you to our church. Can you give us your number? They will take 500 numbers and bring it to us here. And since they are not the ones who are calling, with the past, we can call. I will call somebody and say, please, I have my church already. Anybody who call, I have my church already. And you people will come here and you just go, go and collect numbers and come and give it to us. Are we doing super bad here? Let me show you three things about serving God. When we are serving God, we have to serve him diligently. Putting all your energy in serving God is very important. Putting all your energy in serving God. Do all that you are doing with your power. But yet you not bring them to church. Service. 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 Amen. I told you, we went to a church, we saw a pregnant woman who was in a choir. A pregnant woman. You are not serving, you are not winning souls, you are not doing anything. That is our church, air conditioned church. Can you confidently say that you are serving God diligently as you are sitting here? Can you confidently say that you are serving God diligently? Eh? Yeah, you know. Who can say that I'm serving God diligently? Do you know that I cannot point a church member and say that this church member, he or she is addicted, so winner. I don't have one here. But I can point those who always talk, but they don't do anything. Serving God diligently. You are even shy to talk to some of your friends. You think that this one is too hard. But when I'm walking, you say, this guy, he's wicked. This one is dangerous. You have to preach to all those you point them. Preach to all of them. Tell them about Jesus. You two, you go and preach to the girls. When they come, you take their number. In the middle of the night, you don't let the girls sleep. You have been sending her messages. That's the reason why she, she cannot come to church again. Yeah, we have heard all. Go for soul winning. You go, you give the person your number. Then you say, can I take you out tonight? Soul winner has turned into a party night. 
Serve God diligently. Do it with all your might and your power. Can you truly say that you are giving God your all? Can you truly say that? That I have given God my all? Can you say it? Oh, please, stop it. I'm your head pastor. I know you. You, are, you, are, you have not given God your all. All means all. You are all out. Now the ushers, you know what they do? They will wait. Whilst we are, we are done with sowing, they say they are coming to sweep here. So they think that after doing that, that is service. They don't go for soul winning. They can charge. They say today we are not coming. Hey, and you want to secure your blessing? God have mercy. That blessing cannot come until you serve God well and his interest. Do it with all your might and your power. Be committed. Be committed. So all these questions, write them down. When you go home, you check. Can you confidently say that you are serving God diligently? You see, some of the things, if you ask yourself and you are not faithful, you, you yourself, you know, then you, you, you settle the case with God. Now, God, I need this, so help me. Amen? Are you here to pray for God's kingdom? Ask yourself. Kingdom advancement prayers. Normally, the people who come early, when we are doing it, Father, in the name of Jesus, they have gotten the privilege to be under that grace. And they themselves, they don't even cherish it when we are praying. There are some people, they don't know that we do kingdom advancement prayers. This thing is not a joke. I'm talking about your destiny. Longevity of life. I said, Amen. Have you invited anyone to come to church before? Just inviting somebody to even follow you to church has become a problem. Some church members even discourage others to say that it is too much. You serving God, it is too much. Why should we come in the morning and come in the evening? It is too much. After church, they discourage people. And you want God to prosper your life. You want to excel in life. Everybody is looking for blessing. All these kids that I'm telling you, we have tried it. The pastors are enjoying it. I am enjoying it. So I don't know the reason why you don't want to. Just try it. Be a soul winner. Continuous. Say, this year, if I do it and nothing happens, I'll forget it. Just try God. You are not doing it. Your Saturday is for other things. Amen. How do you know that you are serving him diligently? When you are in a church or when you are in God's church. When people begin to tell you that it is too much, then it means you are serving God diligently. People are saying, oh, sorry, it means you are serving God what? Diligently. Ah, he likes sweeping, Papa. This guy, he comes to church early. Oh, it's too much. Why don't you have a bed to sleep on? Then you know that you are serving God what? Diligently. Amen. God rewards on diligent service. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder. So when you serve God, he is the one to reward you. Diligent service. Look at this. 
He's a rewarder to those who diligently seek him. Dinukura wa wusum nim. Obi anfra wa chana sebra so win you. Be diligent and come. Be diligent and come. Even if you don't come, preach to somebody and you bring that person to church. Fridays, you know we have service. Pick somebody in the church. He said that this guy is very lazy. Every Friday, I'll call this guy and make sure he comes to church. Look at these young ones who have been coming to church. Most of them have challenges. Call them. How much do you need to give to them? Sometimes two cities, five cities. And it will save somebody's soul. And you think when you do that, God will let you lack in life. No. Diligent. Number two. That you need to know. We need to move from diligence to serving him sacrificially. What is the difference between diligence and sacrifice? In diligence, you drop your sweat. In sacrifice, you share your blood. There are some people, they are killing themselves to make the thing work. Sir, now you are diligent in your service, but you need to move into a sacrificial realm. Sacrifice yourself. I will die for God's church. It is raining, I'm going for soul winning. I'm going to church. I have headache, but I have to go. Some people have small pain. They will not come to church. Say they are serving God diligently. We want sacrificial people. People, you have moved from diligence to what? Sacrificial life. This guy, the parents challenge him. He said, if you go to church, I will disown you. He ran to this place. He got to a time they were not giving him food in the house. He kept on coming to church. Sometimes after church, he's hungry. He said, Papa, they didn't give you food in the house. I said, come and take the money. Sacrificially, he's ready to put his life on the line. What are you doing for God? My brothers and sisters, I'm talking about service in the house of God that will bring blessing. You are here for Friday service. You think it is all about big, 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 but the big, big, there is something behind it that moves it faster. And that is service. Service. You see, the person that you are afraid to preach to in your area, you think maybe when you talk to them, they will not listen to you. Are the right people that God wants you to win for himself. Amen. You have to do what? Seek God. Sacrificially. You are committed. If I perish, I perish. Amen. By diligence, you release your energy. By sacrifice, you exert your energy. You exert your energy. You torment your life to make the thing work. Sacrificially. Sometimes after church, some of you, you are supposed to stay behind and even pray and do certain things. Immediately we close. You don't know what they are looking for. They will get home and they are not doing anything. Pastor Rako, please, the three of us, we girls, we have decided to intercede for that. Can you give us the kingdom advancement prayers this day? We want to intercede 30 minutes before we go home. Wisdom should guide your heart. Wisdom should guide your heart. Amen. You may sweat and not feel the pain. But you can't share blood and not feel the pain. When you serve diligently, you will sweat and you don't feel the pain. But when you are serving sacrificially, you will feel the pain. That is why sometimes you, you are worried. You don't have money. And you say, Papa, I have walked to this place. I have somebody in the choir. The person has dangerous. This week she, she came to pay her tithe. Very dangerous. Her testimony is too dangerous. I sat there down and I told her, just, you see, some of you have been talking to you, but I don't listen. I told her, just practice what I'm teaching you. 
Just practice it. What I preach on the podium, take me serious and practice it. Nobody's doing it. Do it. And she's enjoying it. Within seven days, people have invested in her life. And still investing by virtue of service. And the third one, serve God unashamedly. Serve God unashamedly. Psalm 119 verse 46. Are there places that you go without talking about Jesus? You go to places, you are even shy to talk about Jesus. Somebody is bold enough to send you a video, a, a naked video and all those kind of stuff. Okay? Somebody is seriously sending you naked video, nude videos. And you are not even bold enough to talk to the person about Jesus. Eh? If that person has the confidence, when you are saying no, naked and yama at the church, and church, and yama who yam kwasi asem the amawa, what to mean can chance? Yes, you saw don't to me for umra, sorry. You are even shy to talk about Jesus to that person. And you even continue to talk about that rubbish with the same person. And your blessing, that person that is doing that thing is a soul that when you bring to God, God is going to give you more. Serving God and his interests. Amen. He said, I will speak of your testimonies also before kings and I will not be ashamed. I will not be ashamed. Some of you cannot talk about Jesus. You are shy to talk about people about Jesus. Talk to people about Jesus. Just go to them and tell them Jesus loves you. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. Whosoever believes should not perish but have everlasting life. So when you come to Jesus, all things will work together for your good. Jesus says he loves you. Brother, I want you to follow me to church. It has become a bit of a problem to you. And how can you see the blessings of God? How can you see the blessings of God? Look at this. If you cannot identify yourself with him openly, then he cannot bless you openly. You do hear what I said? If you cannot identify yourself with him openly, he cannot bless you openly. Amen. Some people are even ashamed to carry the Bible to church. Most people pray and God does not answer them because they are not doing the things of God. I'll prove it to you. Look at this. Amen. God does not waste time answering people who are not ready for him. If you are not ready for God, he's not ready for you. John 15 verse 16. He said, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain and that whatever you ask the father in my name, he may give you. So in other words, when you serve God, when you do the things of God, when you pray, he will answer you. You see the reason why we are here? We are here for answers. Everybody here came with a question. You came with your question. Right. 
You didn't come with any question. You didn't come with any question. Come and go here. <laughs> we don't have time for. Yeah, we don't have time for that. You came here with a question. Everybody here needs something from God. You are not a spirit. How can you come here that you don't need anything from God? Everybody here needs something from God. If not anything, you need life. Are you getting it? And that thing that you came here, he said, if you don't serve me well, when you pray, I will not answer. I said, Amen. So when you pray and you don't receive answers, he said, you are not serving me what? Well, let me end with this. Let me end with this. When you are serving God, God will be acting. Get ready to preach everywhere you go and God is going to bless you openly. Jesus died for us in an open space. Therefore, we need to also preach for him in an open space. He was naked. He was outside. He did it openly. Then we need to do it openly. Hebrews chapter 12. Verse 2. Hebrews 12 verse 2. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame. Jesus took your shame and you, you say you are ashamed to preach the gospel. How can you do that? How can you do that? You have to serve him openly. Preach openly. Amen. Now, when you do that, you give God the permission to do what? To bless you. Favor simply means to be liked by God. Anyone who is a soul winner, God likes you. Now, I, I, I saw this thing in the morning and it was very powerful. Now, if God loves you, it is not powerful like God liking you. <laughs> what a shock. Can I talk to you? Are you with me? When God likes you, it is not like God loving you. Let me end with that. You see? For God so loved the world. For love, he loves everybody. But for like, he doesn't like everybody. When you do things that he likes, he likes you. But for love, dear God loves armed robbers. He loves liars. He loves those who don't go to church. God loves them. Have you read in your Bible that God loves the sinner? He loves sinners. But he doesn't like them. Hello? Hallelujah. Look at this. When God likes you, men will also like you. You don't orchestrate favor. But you rather receive or attract favor from God. Naturally, people don't like you. Naturally. People see you and they don't like you. But it is only God who likes you. Let me give you First Chronicles chapter 28 verse 4. Do all you can for God to like you. Anything that you do in your power for God to like you, do it. Singing, do it. So winning, do it. Anything that you do for God to like you, do it. Look at this. 
See, however, the Lord God of Israel chose me above all the house of my father to be king over Israel forever. For he has chosen Judah to be the ruler and the house of Judah, the house of my father, among the sons. He was pleased with me to make me a king. Give me King James. Give me King James. How be it the Lord God of Israel chose me before all the house of my father to be king over Israel forever. And still, the descendants of David are kings in Israel. Why? Because God liked him. Look at this. For he had chosen Judah to be the ruler and of this house of Judah, the house of my father, and among the sons of my father, he liked me. God liked me. So for God to love you, God loves everybody, but not all the people that God does what? Like. David said, the Lord is my shepherd. The guy understood what sheep and a shepherd is. Now, he understood that when you take care of God's sheep, God will like you. So, if you are somebody who is very keen about soul winning, God likes you. He likes you. You see? So, the love that he has for you, that you woke up this morning. Am Roberts also woke up. Even the dogs in your house, they woke up. He loves everybody. I like the way you were smiling at me. He loves everybody. No, feel free. He, lo he loves everybody, but he doesn't like all. He rejected Saul. He said, I like David. I like him. Why? Because he's a servant. Sunday, I'll continue with the, 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 the thing on favor. And you understand that God likes those who do things in his house. And he grants them what? Favor. May God bless you and keep you. That you will learn how to serve. You'll be committed sacrificially in his house. And you'll serve him unashamedly. Your life shall never be the same. In Jesus' name. If you are here, you have not yet accepted Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. You need Jesus. I want you to lift up your hand and I will pray with you. You don't have Jesus. You want to accept Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. This message that has come. You cannot serve in a place that you have not committed yourself. You have to be committed to the things of God. For God to also make you. And those of you watching me, if you have not yet accepted Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, I want to pray with you. Say this short prayer with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, forgive me my sins. Cleanse me with the blood. Wash me with the blood. I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that Jesus is Lord. Thank you for saving me in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Father, we pray and we commit your lovely ones into your hands. The grace that brought them to church, let that same grace preserve and establish them. Let your hand rest upon them. Cause your face to shine upon them. Do what man cannot do and take all the glory. Father, I pray thee that your hand will be elevated in this house. Let the spirit of service enter into us. Put the things of the kingdom in our heart. I thought you were going to say amen. Father, let us serve sacrificially so that we can receive our reward thereof. In Jesus' name, amen. I strongly believe you've been blessed and your spirit has been stirred up by this powerful message. Kindly share this message to a dear one. God richly bless you.